What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Back at it, episode nine of Sub Zero Sports. Today we're gonna to get into a little bit Wilder versus Fury recap. Gonna talk a little bit about NASCAR, Ryan Newman, how he's doing with his health, and get into some NBA locks of the day. Let's get it. I am not gonna lie. I can't get over the intro music. Dude. I can't it's get over amazing. it. amazing. I just want to hear it over and over. Whoa. So, before we get going, how are we doing? Better than I deserve, buddy. Well, we're going to jump right into it. We got a little Wilder Fury action going on this weekend. Fight number two between those guys. An ass beating. You know, I got some pretty strong feelings about that fight. For a, couple, for a number of reasons. For a number of reasons. Let me just go ahead and say one. Get a little heated. One, all you Deontay Wilder lovers out there who just said over and over, all I kept seeing was Fury doesn't have a chance. It was a miracle he got it the first time. He's getting knocked out again. There's no way you're slipping all those punches. How you feel? They are butt hurt at the moment. How you feel? Oh, no, 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 it's a 42 now. He's not even close. <laughs> Fury's so fat. He's overweight. He's not going to be able to slip a move. You're kidding me. Let me just start out with this. Deontay Wilder is not a boxer. No. Okay. He's a fighter. Okay. He's a fighter. He's not a boxer. He's not technical. His defense is pathetic. He, he's, we know what he's got. He's got insane power. Probably the most amount of power we've seen in a long time in the heavyweight division, division since probably Mike Tyson maybe. But the dude's got insane power. Mad respect for him. You don't get to where you are without winning the fights he has. And he's put himself out there. He's got some big fights. He's a millionaire. Congrats to him. He's not on the same level as Tyson Fury. That's a pretty big statement, though, to say he's not a boxer when he's 41-0 and with 41 knockouts before the two matches with Fury. See, now that's my thing. He fights He's a he fights in boxing, but I don't think that makes you a boxer. In but my for, opinion. But 41 like knockouts think, doesn't. No, I think that he's a scrapper. He's a fighter. He's got insane power. But as far as the sport of boxing, like what I consider to be a boxer, to be technical, to have slipping and moving and just like – Movement and you got more than just power. You got a jab. You can you can slip punches. You have defense. Like to me, that's what makes a boxer. That's why you see these crazy heavyweights over the history of boxing. Someone like Mike Tyson, they don't finish their careers undefeated because they rely so much on that knockout. That's why someone like Floyd Mayweather can never be beaten because he's a boxer. Whether you hate watching him, like I'm not obviously I'm not a Floyd Mayweather fan. Can't stand to watch that guy box. I think it's boring. There the knockouts are. are more entertaining. That's what people it's love. It's all about them. the scorecard with him. Yeah, and, that, the, and the people love the, the knockouts a lot more. Obviously, I do too. It's more entertaining to watch. But what makes a better boxer is what Floyd Mayweather is. So, in my opinion, someone like Wilder is just a fighter. And he's scrappy, and he can hit you right in the face harder like than anyone else. I gotta say, though, he's got to be he's one of the best to ever do it. Does he have that record that he has, wouldn't you say? Mm, no. No? No. Because I mean, here's the... Here's how's the, that record line up with other greats, though? I mean, the record's good, but I don't think that necessarily means any... Well, no, I don't want to say that because you're going to jump all over me. The record obviously means something, but in my opinion, his first 40 fights, I mean, honestly... Against no ones? Against no ones. And don't get me wrong, we saw that with Fury, and we're seeing that with Anthony Joshua. I mean, Anthony Joshua pretty much, let's be honest, got beat by a nobody in Andy Ruiz. So he avenged that loss, whatever. Different different headline there, but 
these guys aren't fighting like the big time heavyweights like they were back in like the sixties and seventies. But does that kind of brings it to the point? Did they have those big time names to really box in the heavyweight? Well, there's not as many, but they're there. There's a couple I mean, that you can name now. But my thing is, why they're waiting so long? It's like they're waiting. All of them are trying to wait until they're like, all right, this is the perfect point for me to fight this other big name. Yeah. Like this is my best chance. I'm not. We're not going to fight each other when we're both in our primes. I, mean, I the feel best like you saw win. that with Mayweather and uh, Pacquiao. Yeah, hundred percent. Pacquiao was already rolling out of his prime. Mayweather, Mayweather had dodged for him, him for four years with years. some crap. Drug testing, blood testing, whatever they couldn't agree on. That was so. None of that mattered. Pacquiao or Mayweather rather. Get beat, bro. Mayweather was like, I don't know if I can beat this guy right now. We're gonna wait. I'm not putting that goose egg I got in the loss column on the line. And then you saw what happened later on. So, back to Wilder and Fury though. I mean, that fight's not even close. Not even close. And here's another thing for all you Wilder lovers out there. He's amazing. Blah blah blah. And knock He lost the first fight. You can call it what you want. I don't care what the judge's scorecard said. He lost the first fight. A lot of times in boxing now, we're seeing like how rigged the sport can be. Let's just call it like it is. The sport has some really terrible decisions from ju- decisions from judges all the time. And I think you saw that in the first fight. Fury outlanded him in total strikes, significant strikes, head strikes, body strikes, pushing forward in time of control. I mean, it, it literally wasn't even close. What are you doing that first fight? Knock him down in like the He got Wilder, two. Wilder scored ninth, two knockdowns in, in the ninth and the twelfth. Yep. And, and, and it was a big one in the twelfth that he thought he was out. The big one was in the twelfth. Everyone thought he was out. Well, it was five seconds. And, and here's he the thing, though. His eyes. Here's the thing, though. Give him, give, give Wilder the ten eight rounds on those two. Even though I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have given him a ten eight round in the ninth. He he got the knockdown, but I wouldn't have given him a ten eight round right there. But they, let's just say they did. Well, they did. They did give him a 10-8 round in the ninth and the 12th, so that's fine. In my opinion, watching that fight, he didn't win another round. He was outboxed the whole fight. It was it literally wasn't even close. Well, let's go ahead. Let's switch to Fury. What did what did you like from him? You watched the the fight live. I mean, you saw we saw the the judges. I think two of the guys scored it Fury in every single round, yeah. and one judge gave Wilder Wild the second out. round. Yeah, so, got one round. what did you see in that fight? Just straight domination. Straight domination, essentially. Just outclassed him, outperformed him. Essentially, in every aspect. I gotta be honest. I saw exactly what I thought I was gonna see, except didn't didn't think he'd finish him early. Gotta be honest. You thought I was gonna go the distance, maybe? I thought, or I thought just I was gonna go the off? distance. I thought it was kind of gonna be like last fight that they fought, except I didn't think Wilder was gonna get the big knockdowns, and he wasn't even close. He looked, and I, don't get me wrong, I think Fury would have beat him at his best because I think he did the first time, but. Wilder didn't really look like himself, really, from the get-go. It was he is like, getting a little older, isn't he? Was he like 34, 35? I'm not sure exactly how old he is. Fury but might be 30? I, don't, I think Fury's even older. I thought Wilder was. Maybe, sir, check me on that. But regardless, my, so I'm saying, after the fight, Wilder came out and said, you know, he didn't want to make any excuses, but he wasn't, he had some stuff going on, is what he said, leading up to the fight. Well, in my opinion, that's an excuse right there. But whatever, call, call it whatever you want. So, I think Fury just kind of went in there about his business and did exactly what he knew he was going to do. It was almost like Wilder from the get-go kind of felt, he just kind of felt like he didn't even have a chance. I don't know. It was it was a strange feeling. It was a good fight, but it, it was weird. It was like you, Wilder didn't even have a chance to win that, it felt like. Well, here's a little age check for you. We got Wilder at 34, Fury at 31, okay, so and future note maybe, Anthony Joshua's 30. 
Okay. I guess it seems like Fury's older because he had all the out-of-the-ring issues. With yeah, the mental, the mental health, health and the drugs and stuff. I was glad for you to be back and doing a lot better for that because we know mental health is a huge problem nowadays. So. Dude, and I love that guy. Tyson Fury, I freaking love great, you. Great personality. I freaking love you. Great personality, insanely good boxer. But, dude, what he's doing now and, like, giving back to that mental health, like, yeah, that's charity awesome. type things, that's awesome. I mean, but, but another thing, too, as far as with those two fighters, they respect the hell out of each other, man. Oh, they, they do now. I think even after the first one. They respected each other after the first one, but there was no love lost there. They still and, didn't. And you see Fury him. after it too is like, like Wilder's not going anywhere. He's going to be back. He said. He, he said, said he's going to be champion night, basically, again. and Wilder's going to be back and be a champion at some point. Yeah. So they mad respect. I, agree I mean with that. that. I agree it was, with it was, that statement. It was fun. I'm, I'm super happy for Fury, uh, but straight domination wasn't even close. It was just I don't know. It was it was a hard fight to get a grasp of because it did kind of seem like something was off the Wilder and not making any excuses. I said already I think Fury's the better boxer and he proved it twice now and a lot of people have it 2-0 Fury which let me tell you right now Deontay Wilder has 30 days since he was the champion in this bout to invoke his immediate rematch clause does he take advantage of it? so here's the thing if he invokes that in the next 30 days then that will give Tyson Fury a 60-40 split of the money which I'm not sure what they're getting as far as like um, endorsements and stuff, but as far as their purse for the fight, that would cost them a little less than $3 million. Really? I don't think he's going to do it. That's a 60-40 split on the next fight? No, it would, it would change to this, the, current, the one that just happened. Gotcha. So it was, it's 50-50 as of right now. Gotcha. If he says, I want my immediate rematch, 10% more of the money 10%. goes to Fury. Yeah. Just I so, guess a matter of fact, if he wants that $3 million, I think he wants the taxes, $3 million, it seems like think, a lot of fighters don't. I know, right? I think he wants the $3 million, and I think he wants to take some time off. How much time? Like another his, year and a half? No, probably not. Almost two years? Well, it was only a year and... Well, they fought. They both fought one, fight. Well, they both fought one time in between. Okay. So about six months? Yeah. But, uh, well, Wilder dominated Fury. actually had trouble in that kind of build-up fight. But anyway, so... My opinion, Wilder's not going to take that because I mean that's his first loss of his career, technical loss. Even though the first fight felt felt kind of like a loss, but that's his first actual in the record books loss of his career. I think he's going to take some time. I think a lot of times you see undefeated fighters when they get that first loss, they kind of take some time to you have sit to men- back, mentally reload from that too. Yeah, first, I mean, guys, forty, what was it, forty one, right? Forty one wins. Yes, and one draw. Had never lost since I'm assuming he's fighting since 18, probably. Probably. So, first time in <clears throat> 16 years. Uh, that, that's got to be hard mentally on him. So, yeah, I'm taking some time off. I got to be honest. I think he's in the mindset to where I don't even know if, you're, if Wilder thinks he can beat Fury at, at where they are right now. And once we just say Wilder's getting a little older, we'll see, you know, how he ages and things. I, I don't think he's done by any means. And he doesn't, he already said he's coming back stronger. But, I don't think – I don't even know if he thinks he can beat Fury. I, I don't even think they're on the same level. With what just happened, I, I don't blame him. I mean, he, that, most people probably say he didn't win one single round in that fight. And uh, He didn't. And honestly, the first fight may be even more demoralizing because he hit him with one of the hardest freaking combos I've ever seen in the last round of the fight in a heavyweight fight with a punch that he's landed 40-some-odd other times and the dude was unconscious – Wilder even said, he said, that's the hardest I've ever hit someone, and they got back up. Yeah. So, how can you think, okay, well, I just hit him with my best freaking shot, and he got up, 
and continued to, like, usually a lot of times when you see a guy get knocked down, as soon as the ref says, all right, you're good, let's keep going, the guy who just knocked him down just full, you know, guns a-blazing at him, trying to, you know, keep him rocked. And Wilder tried to do that, and Fury just continued to outbox him. Like, he just got up, and he was fine right after that. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. So when you hit someone with something like that, and they still continue to outbox you, that's got to be pretty demoralizing. And then you fight them a second time, and they absolutely dominate you. I just don't see Wilder rushing back in to take that third fight. You know what's crazy is Fury actually said he, like, blacked out in that first fight when that happened. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. He doesn't. He. I don't even think he remembers getting hit. He just remembers basically waking up. He's standing up talking to the ref, saying like, "I'm. I'm fine." He said that when he got to a six count, he was still flat on the mat, and yep. he just like instinct just kicked, and he just got up. He's like, "I don't even know how I did it. I just got up <laughs> like a zombie, dude." He rose from the dead. So with that being said, the other huge name in heavyweight boxing, Anthony Joshua, coming off a pretty big win over Andy Ruiz, avenging. His only loss of his career, that's going to be next. That's going to be who knows when. You know, this is going to probably take forever to get a contract signed and agreed on. Fury's probably going to want to take some time off after this win. Who knows? But Fury and Joshua will be the heavyweight unification bout. Probably the, I think it's the first unification bout we're going to have for all the heavyweight belts that count. I think there's like seven of them that will have since 2001, I think when Lennox Lewis fought and became the United, or undisputed champion, sorry. So that's going to be next for Fury. My thing is, when will it come? And what's next for Wilder? Like, it's pretty it's pretty unanimous what everyone wants to see because we want a unification about Fury. Is right now going to be the number one ranked heavyweight in the world? And then Josh was going to be two. Wilder will probably still be three. So we're going to have one and two fights. See if we can get undisputed champion. What does Wilder do? Like, there's no really other big names right now. It's like, he's going to have to take a fight that probably doesn't mean nothing. Guess just kind of get a win back under his belt. You know, get some confidence built back up and get back in and see if he can beat one of those guys. I'd imagine either, either Fury, trying to fight him for a third time, or go for Joshua maybe. And the thing is, let's say Joshua beats Fury. What's going to stop them from having a second? Yeah, they're going to do a rematch before you know, they even get Wilder a chance. It probably doesn't matter who wins. Wilder's probably going to be on the shelf for a while, and he ain't getting any yeah. younger. I feel like the only thing that people are going to want to see is a round three. Yeah. With Fury and Wilder again. Maybe but get some redemption Fury from came back, dominated. But before Fury came back and kind of like took back over, essentially, everyone wanted to see Joshua and Wilder. And then, of course, they could never agree on anything – they kept fighting all these little cupcakes. Anthony Joshua's never fought anyone but a cupcake. Got he, got, a cupcake. He, he got Klitschko, but when Klitschko was old as dirt and done for, he pretty much ended his run. But, yeah, and then he got beat by a freaking fat man. I mean, that's, that's all he was. 350? He's huge. I don't know what he weighed in the Big fight, but ball giant. Ball. I think he was a, honestly so around Joshua 300 Joshua probably punched him, and he just didn't even feel it because it just went through his layers of fat. Off. Joshua ended up punching himself. No, but... <laughs> So, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I cannot wait to see. I just love watching Tyson Fury fight. You see him lick the blood off his neck? No. He literally, he was, I think it was the sixth round maybe, the round before he finished it. He was beating up Wilder. They end up locking up. And he licked Wilder's blood off of his neck. A little part vampire, maybe? I don't know, dude. And they were like, oh, man, 
Jerry wants to taste him. He wants to taste of the blood. I was like, this is freaking insane. This guy's a psycho. So, with a little, uh, another little question here before we wrap up our boxing. You think these guys can take the heavyweight boxing division back to the stature and being talked about like it used to be? Since who? Like Tyson, maybe? Tyson, Holyfield, those kind of guys. Maybe. I mean, it seems like a lot of people like Fury. A lot of people like Wilder, and you got Joshua there as well. So you got three big names that could – and people want to see the heavyweights, you know, the, the knockouts, just the yep. big guys going at it. The, the people that aren't like your normal human being, like Fury that's six foot nine, two 260 pounds, and that's Wilder insane. that has 41 knockouts, and Joshua that's just an animal in himself. So maybe. I mean, that's the only time will tell. My concern is that they're all already at least 30. Yeah. And like – What's, what's the age, I guess, that boxing you kind of fall off mid-30s? Yeah, I think it's like 35-ish. Yeah, I mean, you start kind of slowing down, which maybe so we're seeing Fury that Fury and Joshua, four or five more years, six more years, Wilder, two more years maybe? Well, Fury already made a comment that he could be done by 2023. Yeah. He's just going to come back, take over, and call it quits. Uh, which, I, I mean, what do you, I, mean, I don't blame him. No. He went on the championships and like, hey. I beat everybody here. Did what I wanted to do. Let's hang it up. Yeah. I mean, before you Nothing else severely occurs. injure your brain. Yep. So, I don't know. i got mixed feelings about it. But speaking of injuries, let's roll it over to some NASCAR. We had a pretty scary wreck. Daytona 500. Yeah, pretty scary wreck in the Daytona 500 for Ryan Newman. Um, Just glad he's okay. Yeah, so some reports came out that he has no internal injuries, no organ injuries, which is awesome news. And he has an undisclosed head injury. He came out and made a statement finally, first time we've heard of him, that he has the head injury, and he didn't really offer up any details. I think he's going to you know, take his time, um, but they, um, Roush Racing came out and said, as soon as Newman is cleared to not even race, but just to be back at a track, he's going to be back at a track, and he wants to I'm get sure right back in that be, car, yeah. and they came out and said that his focus is getting a win, getting into that playoff race, and winning a championship. And that's the competitiveness in him. You know, like he probably wants to be back out there next week, but he's just got to get healthy first. But I mean, that crash was scary, dude. I mean, yeah. and they I mean, put they, up the black screen. Yeah, like, that's when you thought know it's bad that it, he was dead. That he was dead. I mean, then. And we still all, don't really know how close he was to being yeah. dead, honestly. And that first hit to the wall was bad enough in its own. Then he flips and then completely gets, hit gets engulfed right in into flames. the driver's side, the yeah, driver's his, side his of the vehicle and is rolling. Upside down, flames going straight into the car. So, shout out, honestly, to NASCAR for the roll cage that they have in those cars. I'm pretty sure that Newman, like, had a bar that was added, like, five to six years ago mm-hmm. that probably saved his life. Yeah. And uh, those fire suits that they're wearing, just shout out to the safety that NASCAR puts into those cars uh, to avoid scenarios like this that could really be detrimental to the sport. And I think they also came out and said that his roll cage is actually indented to where his head would be. And maybe that's where the head injury came from. Probably. Because, you know, I mean, those things are like, I mean, and they're not they're meant to not do that. You know, they're so. going 195 miles an hour right yeah. there. Yeah. Very last lap. Everyone's trying to get to it. Yeah. And he was, he may have, I don't know the exact speed of when he wrecked, but he was getting pushed. So he may be even going faster than what they normally were yeah. throughout the race. I'm sure it was 200 plus. Probably. But. Hitting the wall probably at 180. After he gets turned, it slows him down a little bit. Yeah. Some scary stuff that it honestly looked a lot. It looked worse than the crash that killed Earnhardt. Oh, way worse. Yeah. Way worse. Now, safety, obviously, has come a long way. So, that leads to the question, 
Is there anything else they can do to uh, improve the safety of racing and NASCAR and this Monster Energy Cup? Or is it just matter of fact, we're at the point where it's 2020, we've done all we can do, this is how it is, and this kind of thing can happen? I think the safety is pretty good. I mean, there's always room for improvement. But, I mean, seeing that guy survive that crash, just, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane that he, that person inside that car is alive, going 200 miles an hour, upside down, in flames, getting hit by another car that's going 200 miles an hour, in your driver's side door, and walking away out of the hospital two days later with just a head injury, no internal bleeding, no broken bones. That is amazing. Ready to race again. Yeah. I got mixed feelings about it just because... I'm with you that I don't know how much more can be done. Obviously, like you said, improvements can be made. But, I mean, really, it seems like it's pretty safe, like you said. And that brings me to the question, the sport is less popular than it's ever been. It seems to continue and continue to decline. Some of those names out there racing, I don't even recognize anymore. Nope. We lost, I mean, some of the big guys are still racing, but... Like, Gordon's retired, Jimmy Johnson, Dale Jr., those guys are on their way out. You know, we got, you know, Tony Stewart gone. Like, then you got guys like Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski. They've been around for a long time. I mean, they probably still can continue racing for a while. I think they're still generally young guys. But that brings up the question, with the amount of popularity that the sport has lost and continues to lose every year, but essentially – the super speedway races like Daytona, Talladega, and maybe the smaller ones like Bristol, only the ones that people even pay attention to. Is it worth continuing to do this if we can't make it even safer to where this is a guaranteed to not happen? Is it worth it? I don't know, man. I feel like NASCAR just trying to get too big. I think their core fan base is right here in the southeast along the east coast. Yeah. Uh, when once they started trying to move out west with the like Phoenix track and uh, what California or Vegas track, mm-hmm. and a lot of those tracks are just the same. Oh yeah, it's just it seems like the same race in a different location. I think the short tracks are honestly a lot better racing. Uh, a lot more bumper to bumper contact. It takes a lot more skill. I mean, obviously a lot of skill goes goes into these big tracks as well with drafting and aerodynamics and all that, but. It just got too big. There's too many tracks. They need to shorten it up, do the main tracks. You got Bristol. Daytona's a good one. Talladega's a good one. Uh, what's the one we have here in South Carolina? Darlington. Darlington. Short track. That's a great track. I, I feel like the main part of the fan base is here in the southeast, and that's where I think they just got away from the roots, and it's really hurt the sport. So my thing is, and I'm sure some NASCAR diehards are going to jump down my throat over this, but... I am in the group, and honestly, I think 75% of people, if not more, considering how many people don't care to watch it at all, are in this group, that when I tune in, I do not care at all about watching them go around this same circle 300 plus times. So you want some more like track courses? No. So what I'm saying is, to be honest with you, the most entertaining part is the wrecks. That's, that's, that, that's, that's crap to like, say. I got. I mean, that's maybe that's, that's bad to say, especially coming off the Newman wreck. But I mean, to, to be quite honest with you, that's the most exciting part for yeah. sure. But it's kind of like football. Football's trying to get more safe. There's a anytime there's a big hit now, flag. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just not as fun anymore. They're taking out the kickoffs. And they're trying to be more safe, which I get. Like, you want the players to be safe, but it just kind of hurts the viewers. At some point in all sports, we're going to have to just understand, like, they're they, they know what they're in they for. They know what they're in for. They know what exactly. they're getting in for. So, I think we're getting, you know, that's a whole another can of worms with football because, Lord have mercy, we're going to start playing flag here in a few years. But <laughs> with NASCAR, man, it's just like – National Flag League. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, with NASCAR, though, it's just like – I mean, how much safer can we get? I mean, I feel like with football, they're still continuing to make, like, big strides, and they're trying to take out, you know, things like the kickoff and blah, 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 and they're doing all these things and researching CTE. Like with NASCAR, there's only so much you can do and then wreck a car that's going 200 miles an hour and be okay. And I really I feel like it's going to be, like, something that something's going to happen to where it's like, crap, we missed that. Yeah. Something bad's going to happen to where it'd be like, crap, we missed that. And then you add another safety feature, and that's I feel like with where we are now, that's what's gonna that's what it's gonna be like moving forward. My thing is, or, or, I just don't even know if it's worth continuing the sport. I gotta be honest. I just don't think they they're gonna have to make some changes. They tried to do all this crap with the stages of I the don't racing. Like the stages, it's dude. terrible, dude. I can't, I, honestly, I can't even tell you the last time I watched a race. Dude, it's I hard think, to watch a full I, race the way they do the it. The last time I watched a race was live. At Daytona in 2015, five years ago. I mean, might have been 2014. Isn't that crazy? I think Joey Logano was five years ago. Sorry, let's just get off topic. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I just don't know what else there, there is to really do about it. They do have all these safety features. The the sport's just not popular enough. It's continuing to die out. I don't even know if it can, should be continued. I mean, I think it's eventually going to die out on its own anyway. To be quite honest. I mean, it's going to continue. I mean, it's a great American pastime, basically. It's like, you think America, you think of racing and baseball. Yeah. And cold beer. And those, you know, cold beer. Outside of cold beer, those other two things are dying out pretty hard right now. Grab me a Bud Light right now. But, <laughs> I about said Bud Light. Baseball. Put on my jorts. Baseball and NASCAR. Grab me a bowl. Let's get it. Let's go to Darlington this year. Oh, my God. Let's bring NASCAR back, ladies and gents. Let's bring it back to the good old days in the 90s. Let's go live stream. We're going to Darlington, Sub-Zero Sports. Let's check it out. Dude, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Let's look into it. We'll so as we're talking that. about how much NASCAR sucks, we are, in fact, going to a NASCAR race <laughs> yeah. here in the next couple months. Hey, dude, we're sports lovers. I'm down for it. <laughs> Let's do it. I need to look into some NASCAR a little bit. Pick me a new driver. Since All we're saying, NASCAR, president of NASCAR, we know you're listening. Uh, you're a huge follower of Sub-Zero Sports. Get y'all shit together, all right? And something needs to happen for the fans to Love like again. racing again because goodness gracious I haven't watched in five years and I'm a pretty big car guy and it's pretty boring to watch it is so that's our rant that's our NASCAR rant Ryan Newman super happy for you praying for you and your family that you continue to get better one last thing yep thank you Ryan Newman glad you're doing better shout out to Danny Hamlin I know some people were giving him crap about celebrating no one no, knew he, the extent yeah he didn't know I mean he, he just won the biggest race of the year you're gonna sell. It's like winning the Super Bowl for 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 NASCAR guys. Like he's gonna celebrate. He didn't know what was going on. I mean, he doesn't right. seem like he's a douchebag or a no. bad guy. Just he's gonna. And I think that was his like third one. So, congrats on winning. Uh, wish Ryan Newman would have won. That didn't happen. But just glad he didn't get hurt. Other than that, that's all we pretty much got to say about NASCAR. So we'll wrap it up there for racing. See you guys in Darlington. <laughs> but uh, let's. Let's keep it rolling with some NBA. New little segment. New little segment. Going to start getting it. Since it's NBA time of year, 
We're going to get into some locks of the week. We'll give you three days of our locks for sports betting. You can either do parlay. You can do separately as money lines. You can. We don't know what the spreads are right now because uh, they only come out like half a day in advance. But we have some games that we look at a couple days in advance, and those are our locks for the week. So we're going to give you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll probably give you uh, like I guess some weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday stuff. Yeah. So we'll probably give you bets for every day but Thursday. So I got to tell you this. He said you didn't have to do a parlay. If you you're gonna want to do money, a parlay because I tell you what, we ain't missing. We're not missing. We ain't we're missing. We're going 100 every single day, ten straight years. Oh god, pressure's on. Yeah, yeah. That's day one, let's get it. That's gonna go plus one million on that uh, that opinion right there. Yeah, it's safe. So what do right. we got? Monday, we got Monday. Locks of the day. What do you got for tomorrow? So tomorrow we got, We're both gonna do two picks. There's usually like seven to eight games a night, probably. Yeah, so uh, we're going to go two apiece. That way, if you guys do decide to go parlay. I mean, if you want to win, just just go mine. It'll be And if you want to just get a little thoughts. crazy, you can go for Austin. <laughs> so that way, if you go parlay and you lose, it will be one of our faults. And that way, if you go parlay, we our bets are kind of dependent this. on each other. Yeah, we need like to get, doing game we'll day, we'll see how it. our records are. Yeah, we'll keep our record with it. We'll, we'll keep it going. I'd like to see how much I beat you by the end of all this. See. So, uh, first game for me, Monday, I'm going Milwaukee Bucks. On the road against the Wizards, I'm taking them. So the spread's kind of already out for that one. I mean, it'll probably fluctuate a little bit. I'm not not sure a lot of these games, for even for tomorrow, aren't out yet. But spread right now, Milwaukee 11.5. Give me the Bucks to cover. I mean, that's a one you would kind of expect. Bucks 48-8 this year. As far as the spread. If you're, going, if, you're, if you're taking money line, Pretty without safe. a doubt, Milwaukee is more than likely going to win that game. They're probably going to be... Uh, minus seven hundred, if not more, maybe minus a thousand on that game on yeah. money line. Mm-hmm. So that that might not be worth it. Spread, definitely look at it. If it's only minus twelve bucks, are roaring. I just took them in the spread a couple days ago. They ended up winning by like twenty five. So yeah. So I'm going bucks. And you got with the bucks spread. are twenty two and five on the road. Wizards thirteen and fourteen at home. Wizards so are terrible. Bucks are a good lock for that one. All right. Well, that's my first one. I'm going Milwaukee by more than eleven and a half. On the road, what you got? You want me to go next? Go ahead, get your one in. We'll just rotate. I'll go Miami Heat over the Cavs. Cleveland Cavaliers. You have so the Heat really aren't that good on the road, but the Cavs are terrible. Cavs are terrible. Cavs are terrible. They're seven and twenty-two at home. Heat are thirteen and seventeen away. I'm liking the Heat. I think they're about to have a good second half push going into the playoffs. You got Iguodala added on that team. Chemistry's about to be going together. I know they just lost to the Hawks, but Trey Young also dropped 50. Screw you. I lost that bet. Yeah, that won't happen every night. But I'm taking the Miami Heat over the Cavs tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Going to win by at least six. Outside of uh, the Warriors, the Cavs are the worst team in basketball. And the thing is, that the Warriors. That tends to happen uh, when LeBron leaves a team, they usually go to the worst team. Well, he's been gone two, two years, years now. Like, they were pretty think, bad last year, too. Yeah. You got to think that. Some point they may maybe need to move on. From another LeBron James. another side note, just saw a stat: the Clippers are thirty like seven and nineteen this year. Yep. Last year the Raptors were like you know pretty decent record, and the Raptors had like the exact same record this year. Really? Yeah. So. Tell you the difference. I mean, Kawhi is definitely a difference. He's a difference in the, in the playoffs. playoffs for sure, for sure. But Raptors might be a team that could make a push for it here against Milwaukee, maybe. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll I mean, they're, they're, playing, they're playing well. But So, for my second bet on Monday, lock it in. Brooklyn Nets trying to make a playoff push. They are locked into the seven seed right now in the East. They are playing uh, at home against the Orlando Magic, who are locked into the eight seed right now. Those teams are pretty blocked into those spots right now. Washington, or yeah, Wizards, they're uh, next closest team. They're three games back at eight. So um, Kyrie just rolled out for the season for Brooklyn. It's probably a plus for Brooklyn. It is a plus for Brooklyn. Kyrie is a cancer in the locker room. He cannot stay healthy. Get him out of here. Anyway, so I'm going Nets at home to cover minus three. I like that. Over the Magic. Maybe buy half a point, go two and a half, just because I hate washes. <laughs> yeah, don't blame me there. But I'm Nets 16 and 12 Nets. at home, Magic 9 and 18 on the road. I like that one. Yep, I'm going Nets over Magic. That's my number two. I'll give, an, I'll give you a little score here on that one. A little score? That? I'm going to call the score on that game. Okay. I'm what going you got? Nets 105. Magic, 99. All right, so there you go, 105 to 99. They're covering. Score 204, so more than likely I would think that would be the under as well. Probably so. So my last pick, I'm going Sixers over the Hawks at home. Guys, I hope if so. you want to make some money, no matter who the Sixers are playing, if they're playing at home, you take it. Yeah, seriously. They are 26-2 at home this year, playing against the Hawks, who are 6-24 and on the road. It shows you how terrible Philly is on the road, though. Honestly, and very bad on the road. They they are. Let's see what they are. They're nine and twenty on the yeah. road. And they're not. They're gonna have to figure that crap out because they're they're the five seed. They're not even gonna get a have. home series. Period. Yep. So you got to figure that out for the end of the year. I mean, those guys are gonna have to learn to freaking win on the road. Period. So I don't we know got what the deal is at home. But. Sixers over Hawks. Sixers are gonna win. Long as Trey Young doesn't drop fifty. I think they could win even if he does, does Trump 50. More than likely. Sixers just don't lose at home. Let's go on to Tuesday. What you got on Tuesday? So, we were just talking about the Raptors. Tuesday, I'm going money line. Give me Toronto at home to beat the 48-8 and eight Bucks. Maybe a little preview of what might happen in the playoffs? I don't know. I, I got mixed feelings. I think yeah. Milwaukee will definitely be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know how I feel about Toronto. I mean, they just keep freaking winning. They're 42-15, and 15, but... I don't know, man. Part of me thinks like Celtics are coming on strong right now. They're playing very well together. They have a good core. They got a good strong bench. We just lost by two to the Lakers. But at home against the Lakers. LeBron had a pretty clutch shot to win that game. Yep. Boston AD, played pretty AD well. Played good. They both played well. Tatum dropped forty-one. Dude, that, that guy's gonna be a star. He's very good. He's gonna be a star. But I like Boston's core. I like them a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I think they got a good coach. Yep, great coach, coach, Kimba. I like Kimba They a lot. got a good front office. Like they make good moves. Yeah, I like them. So we'll see. Maybe I mean, make a push. I don't know. We'll, we'll get into so that. So you got Raptors over Bucks. Back-to-back road games for the Bucks. He's taking Bucks Monday night, taking Raptors over Bucks Tuesday night. I don't like back-to-back road games, so I'm with you on that one right there. We're going to take Toronto It's tough for anybody. Home. My pick, Tuesday. Give me the Nuggets over Pistons at home. Nuggets, great team. Pistons, nah. All I got to say about it. Who you got next? Wow. Straight up. Just Go straight up. No, there's nothing else to say about it. Nuggets. can't say I disagree with you a whole lot there. I'm going, uh, I don't even know what the spread will be on this. Um, Portland's starting to play a little better. I got Boston on the road, money line over the Trailblazers. That one, that's, a, that's an iffy one. That's iffy. Definitely on the road. 
Boston's probably going to win. They're the better team. But Portland, they got talent. Dane could go off at any time. Portland's just starting to kind of – I don't know. Part of me feels like they're kind of figured – What the record is over the last 10, maybe? Well, it doesn't matter. He got just had the all-star break, so. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. They're – I don't know, man. They're The Blazers are talented. I don't understand. They've lost three in a row to the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans. Obviously, those were – um, well, two of those are before the break. They just lost to the Pelicans by 13 at home coming out of the break. Yep. So, who knows? They got they got um, um, Detroit at home tonight, and then they got Boston at home Tuesday. So, I'm going Boston. I think they're the better team. Blazers are talented. They just can't seem to get it together. So, that's my second pick. I'm going Boston on the road. Go get your money. My second and last pick of the day for Tuesday. Going to go. Kings over Warriors. This one, I wouldn't take the spread. It might be a pick em. I think this is going to be a close game. Warriors are just terrible. Kings aren't great on the road, but Warriors are just that bad this year, guys. Give me the Kings on the road at Golden State Tuesday night at 10.30 p.m. in Chase Center in San Fran, California. Sub-Zero Sports will be there on the floor, by the way. Yeah. Just kidding. I wish. Yeah. Maybe one day. Out to Cali. So, uh... And we're definitely, if we ever get to that point, we're not going to the 12 and 44 Warriors. Definitely not. Maybe on, start off a little Tuesday closer, night. maybe at Charlotte or Atlanta, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, ESPN only gives uh, Kings a 56% chance to win, percent chance to win that game. See, I was, I was going to go a little, you know, Pacers over Hornets because that's probably a lot better chance, but I'm trying to spice things up a little bit, you know. Yeah. Can't, you can't just choose a heavy favorite every single time. Yeah. Not if you want to win and you got to good money. Not if you want to win some money, all right, I'm not. I'm not against it. I think the Kings have potential to be good in the future. Honestly, I think De'Aaron yeah. Fox is a stud. Old Buddy Hill. Yeah, I got mixed feelings about Buddy Hill. He's he's <laughs> a good shooter, but he's so inconsistent. Yeah. He's literally been benched like three times. I do this like year. Fox. Fox is good when he can stay healthy. He's good. Yeah. So All right, we'll what see. you got for Wednesday? So Wednesday, I'm going back to the Brooklyn Nets. Dude, you are a believer in the Nets. I'm like, not even a gonna believer. Make, they're gonna make some moves in the playoffs. No, they're not. They're going out first round. But they will make playoffs without Kevin Durant okay, right or right. Kyrie Irving. So we'll see. Who they're, or, no, what you say, seven seven seed? They're, they're pretty much oh, locked in that. at seven as of right now unless someone above or below them catches fire, starts to play terrible. But <clears throat> I'm going Brooklyn on the road over Washington. The Wizards are terrible. They've been sliding. Um, Brooklyn just, i got to be honest, they play better without Kyrie on the floor. I mean, he just got ruled out for the season. And let's be honest. Little Spencer Dinwiddie. It's going to be so – yeah, man, he's a good Clutch. player. It's going to be interesting to see next year with the Nets. I'll say the Nets and the Warriors will probably be the two most interesting teams to watch next season. They're basically going to have that core that the Warriors started out with without the bench and all of them older, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And yeah. the bench isn't near as good. Yeah. So I don't see them dominating how they did. It'll be For interesting sure. to see, though. But they're definitely know? going to be a playoff team. Yeah, they'll be a, they should be a playoff team. Yeah, they should definitely be a playoff they, I mean, team. They probably, like a, probably like a five seed. They got Wiggins, too, though. They did have Wiggins. Yeah, if they keep them. I think their intentions are to keep them. We'll, well see. what you were saying earlier, you thought Wiggins sucked a couple episodes ago. I don't ago. think he, I never said that. I never said Andrew Wiggins sucked. He said that, guys. I think he's not as good as Russell. That was my only point. All I know is Russell can't average 28, so he basically oh sucks. My gosh. Anyway, my pick, I'm going Nets. Um, it's going to be – what I was saying was going to be a super interesting season for them next year if – dude, it's all going to depend on health. 
if Kevin Durant can come back and be healthy, then we'll go with we'll go with uh, the Nets to make a run, regardless of Kyrie Irving, in my opinion. Nets aren't very good on the road. Ten and seventeen on the road. Yeah, but I mean they're they're so, so young, a, dude. They're so young. Yeah, but that's a that's a that's gonna be a close one. That's gonna be a money worth probably like a, a minus one fifty for the Nets, maybe. I'm going Nets money line. Dan Whitty, Karis Lever, I think uh, Jared Allen is the center. He's they're playing well together. I'm going Nets. What you got? Give me the Los Angeles Clippers over Phoenix on the road. As long as Devin Booker doesn't go off, have 50 points, Kawhi will lead the Clippers as long as he is not resting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's risky betting on the Clippers. I feel like it really you is. Never you don't know from day to day who's freaking play. playing. Or Paul George did. Yeah, but give me the Clippers over Phoenix on the road. All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. I mean, Devin Booker may not drop 50, but he's pretty much guaranteeing you probably like 27. Yeah, without a doubt. He's averaging 26.4 in the year. And I don't, you have to check me on this, but I'm not exactly sure. The last couple games, DeAndre Aiden's been going off for Phoenix. Like really? 28 boards. Or, sorry, 28 points and like 20 boards. 28 boards, guys. He is the new Shaq. Well, he's getting like 20 boards. Over the last yeah. three games, he's yeah, averaging like 28 and 20. Didn't uh, D. Howard do that with the Magic? Wasn't he doing that one Dude, he was a monster when he was. So, who, so who you got next? What's your last pick Second for Wednesday? Pick of Wednesday, the late game on ESPN ten thirty. It's all going to come down to this. If you're doing a parlay, give me the Jazz over the Celtics at home. A little upset, maybe. Honestly, I don't even know if you can call that an upset. Probably not. Because Jazz are twenty and seven at home. Jazz are a good team, good. dude. They are good. They're a good team. Where do you go, Bear? Old Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. They're a good team, and they got um, what's the point guard? They came from Memphis, Conley. Mike so, Conley. So those guys are—they've had a good season. They're quietly a little thirty-six and twenty. They don't get talked about a whole lot. Don't know if they can make a lot of noise in the postseason, but that is my second pick. I'm going for the Jazz to knock off the Celtics. I think Utah is going to get it done. Collect your money. Those are locks. You will not lose. Sub-Zero Sports. Go get it. Let me get my last pick, bro. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forget about me. Yeah. That's a late game. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, this is the last one. So, the last one, my pick, Wednesday. Give me upset. Hawks over the Magic at home. Okay. Yep. I'm with it. Magic have the better record. Hawks are 17 and 41 this year. 11 and 17 at home. Magic 9 and 18 on the road. Trey Young, big night. Give me 36. Hawks win by 7. Okay. I like it. I'm with it. Magic been sliding us a bit lately, too. So Yeah, I like it. Kind of going the opposite direction. So, guys, y'all want to make some money? Like we said, make it parlays. Make it money line. Maybe go two and two, little a little two parlay, whatever you want to do. Maybe go some teasers in there. However you want to do it, those are our locks. Uh, those are basically, unless we said spread, probably money line picks. Yeah. Because we don't know the spreads. Right. But... Those are our locks from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, NBA. Go ahead, give a follow to Stick the Pick on IG. He is our sports betting guy, making some money. Had another positive week this week. You want to make some money? Go give that guy a follow. You will make your money worth off of it. Uh, positive go, weeks every week. Every week. every Almost every day. We Like I said, we had yeah. one negative day this week. Right. Uh, go give us a follow on IG, Sub-Zero Sports. We have a giveaway coming. Here and probably about the next week. Yeah. Yep. End of February, beginning of March. We're, you want to go ahead and announce what we're going to give away? I said we hold on no, to it. Let's hold it let's off. Let's hold right. on to it for just a couple it's more days. crazy, but something. We're going to start it out, you know? So you guys will like it, all right? You guys will like it. So go give us a follow, Sub Zero Sports IG. 
We love you guys. What we're you probably, guys say to wrap up? We're probably going to announce on Instagram. We'll go a little announcement. We'll do a post, put up a story, something to let you guys know exactly the details of what you have to do to enter. Um, well, let's get that up 24 hours before we post it. All right. I'm 24 hours before we post it, and then we'll say giveaways going live 24 hours, and we'll let you know what it is, exactly what to do to enter. So let's we may go. have, I think we decided on one thing for sure, but we may have a couple giveaways just because, or a couple small things outside of our first place prize, something like that. Maybe do a couple little things or something, but details coming soon. We'll let you guys know exactly what to do to enter and when, and uh, go tell your friends, family, whoever, follow. The more people you know that are following, the better chance you'll have. Yes, sir. So we're going to close it out for this week, episode nine. Thank you guys for listening. Let us know anything you want to hear, anything you want to talk about. We're always down to talk about it. Signing off. See you next week. Go get it. Peace out.